Well, Matt Ryan, Joe Burrow, they're definitely winners. Are they moving up in the rankings? Let's find out right now with Jamie Eisenberg on Fantasy Football Today in 5. And it is rankings week. We're going to update our rankings Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then we'll have another episode for you on Friday. Five episodes of Fantasy Football Today in 5. Five episodes of Fantasy Football Today. Follow them both. Stream them on Spotify. All right, Jamie, so just real quick housekeeping here. The Chiefs signed Jarek McKinnon. Before we get into quarterback rankings, does this signing matter? I don't think so. You know, it's another pass catching back in Kansas City that in case they don't want to use Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in that role. But at best, he's third behind CEH and Darrell Williams, and we'll see if they still add another veteran. But if this is all it is, then this is a good situation for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to hopefully play like he did at the start of his rookie campaign as opposed to when they brought Le'Veon Bell and things kind of turned a little bit south. So let's talk about your quarterback rankings here. What were some of the noteworthy moves well, you mentioned one in particular, Matt Ryan. Uh, you know, I had him, I think, around 16 or 17 prior to the NFL draft. He's now in the top 12. And then a guy who fell out of the top 12, just because I think it's unfair to rank him there, is Deshaun Watson. But that's something that's going to be, you know, in, uh, in flux uh, as the news continues to come in. But um, in terms of Matt Ryan, you know, getting Kyle Pitts and keeping Julio Jones, I think that's a good situation for him, great situation for him. He was good with Julio last year, and now he gets one of the best playmakers coming into the league. So, um, yeah, I think he's uh, he's worth drafting as a number one fantasy quarterback for sure. So where are you on Burrow versus Ryan? I have Burrow, Burrow one spot ahead, uh, but I could see myself. I think uh, I have Brady at 10, Burrow at 11, Ryan at 12, and I could see those three guys shuffling around quite a bit, you know, depending on how things go in the preseason, mostly for Burrow with his injury concern, uh, you know, whatever we start to hear about the Falcons offense, you know, if some things does change. So I could I could see those three guys change. And I have Jalen Hurts ahead of all three of them. And so that's something that could obviously fluctuate as well. So um, factor in whoever the Saints quarterback could be. You know, that's the guy that could leapfrog all three of those guys if there is a clear-cut winner. Um, so, you know, uh, and then Trevor Lawrence, if he looks good, you know, he's in the conversation as well. So basically he's, what he's I'm saying He's in the top is, 12 uh, conversation, you think? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, if he okay. comes in right away and – the left shoulder is not an issue, and he's connecting with Marvin Jones and DJ Tark and Lavisca Chenault in the group there. Um, let's not forget, they're going to be in the in the Zach Ertz conversation, you know, once he eventually either becomes free or if there's a trade. So they can still add another piece to this offense. Um, Trevor Lawrence absolutely is in the mix to be a top 12 guy. Anybody who doesn't think so is just not looking at it the right way. Well, yeah, I guess I'm just a little worried that Urban Meyer is going to try to run the ball a ton, just based on his comments. How does that factor in for you? Every coach wants to run the ball a ton, unless your name is Andy Reid. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, every team wants a run game. They, they, they should. You want to take pressure off your quarterback, pressure off your defense, it's the, it's the smart way to go. But it's the NFL today. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's not, it's not a, uh, unless you have Lamar Jackson, it's not easy to get away from throwing the ball. And they're going to throw the ball. Why, why would you bring that guy in if you're not going to have him play yeah. football the way he shouldn't play football? And their defense isn't really going to, help them, I think, in that quest to run the ball. Um, you, you mentioned Jalen Hurts. How much did Devontae Smith factor into you keeping him ahead of Brady and Burrow and and Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and Kenneth Gainwell as well. That's a good pass-catching running back that they had in the draft. So, you know, in terms of getting weapons, uh, I think they did a nice job. You know, I, I love the fact that the offensive line is going to get healthier after what we saw last year. Um, I hope Rager's better. I hope Fulgham you know, is, is a part of this. I hope Dallas Goddard does take that next step and can become an elite playmaking tight end. Like he has the ability to. So, 
there, there's a lot to like about where Jalen Hurts is heading, but clearly the thing that you like about him is the way that he runs and hopefully he continues to run at that level. So uh, that's what sets him apart from those other guys and I think can you know maybe push him closer to top five as opposed to down to top 10. What do you think about Lamar Jackson? Last question for you here. With the Ravens so intent on adding wide receivers, they signed Sammy Watkins, they draft Rashad Bateman in the first round. And what is what, if anything, did that do to Lamar Jackson's ranking? I have him third right now behind Josh Allen, but you know, that top five for me is going to change probably a lot. You know, I, I haven't uh, decided yet where I'm going to keep Kyler Murray right now. He's five. You know, I could see him going ahead of Dak Prescott. But in terms of Lamar Jackson, I hope it's not, hey, you have to throw the ball now for us to be successful. You know, they were uh, the number one team in the AFC in 2019 when he was the MVP winner and they failed in the playoffs, you know, after their first round by. And then last year they came out, it seemed as if they wanted to make him a little bit more of a thrower and it didn't necessarily work out well. It can't hurt to have better weapons, but that's not what he does best for fantasy. It's not, I think what he does best for his team. So as long as he continues to challenge to be a thousand yard rusher and can maybe can improve to get closer to a 4,000 yard passer, which I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but 17 games certainly helps he has the chance to be the number one quarterback, number one player in fantasy. You can't overlook that. So um, if someone wants to take him first, I wouldn't fight you. You want to take him two through five, I'm not going to fight you. You take him after five, you're just being stupid. I'll fight you. We are out of here. That's Jamie Eisenberg. We got a full cast of characters all week long, basically talking about their rankings. So tune into fantasy football today. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow on FFT and 5. Five.